0: Yo, good evening, good evening. This is Just In Time. Hope everyone is out there having a great day, a great evening. Yo, since we, a day after Martin Luther King's birthday and nine days away from Black History Month, I want to touch on the dream. How far have we really come? And this is based on a personal, personal experience with racism and the lack of diversity. Now, I want everyone to understand Everyone is not racist, okay? Just like everyone do not understand what diversity looked like. And so to touch on this, how far have we come from the dream? I just want to start out by saying that this is personal to me. And I know people don't like to talk about racism and what they experience on their job. And listen, I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say what institution I'm at. But what I am going to tell is my truth and those students' truth. Because I repeat, I work for students. I work hard for my students. Just to start out, about a year ago, I got a situation where it was three student-athletes came to my office to discuss some situations that they was going through with their coach. The first scenario, okay, the student athlete came in and said, John, my coach is putting my grades on my locker in front of my teammates and everyone to see. My teammates recorded my grades and put it on social media. Number one, that was a FERPA violation. Number two, this kid was very, very embarrassed, and so you know I told him, okay, uh, you know let's let's uh, let's 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 sit down and let's make sure I hear this right, and he repeated the same thing, and so I took it to my supervisor, and I said, hey, uh, this is what happened, and I emailed it, and my supervisor said, I got you, I'm still working on it. I said, cool. I followed up a week later. He said he talked to the coach, and he's working on it. Now, keeping in mind, this student showed me the video, not just me, but also another employee of the college who have a PhD, and she's a department head. And so after me and her seen it, she said, this is a FERPA violation, John. I said, I know I said that last week. So she decided to take it forward. So she took it forward on the academic side, um, and, you know, our boss told her, Okay, I have it. I'm going to take it forward. And he did nothing, and it got dropped. Two months later, another student comes to me. He's an international student. I'm a DSO of international, meaning designated school official. So uh, students who want to have international missions in the U.S., I am one of those individuals who make that decision, right? So this international student came to me and said, man, I, I, I hate coach. I said, hey, 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 don't hate no one. Strongly dislike him. Hate is such a strong word. If you're a Christian, don't use hate. Strongly dislike him. And so this student said, no. Turns, this is what he said to me. And I said, what did he say? He told me he helped my plane blow up when I went home for the Christmas break. Now, I was shaking my head, scratching my head at the same time because I couldn't believe that this kid was telling me that this man who had been coaching for 40 years had made a comment like that. Especially with the sensitivity of international and something blowing up and keeping in mind, this kid was Arabic. So, uh, okay, just to drop that in on you. So, took it to, you know, my supervisor because I used to be a believer in the chain of command. My supervisor was like, oh, my God, he can't do that. And I'm going to go talk to him, and, you know, we'll get down to the john. And I said, cool. Another week passed, and I had the starting point guard of the team in my office, and he was very mad. And I was like, okay, uh, what's going on? He said, man, this dude is blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, okay, tell me what happened. So they was in the gym with a bunch of students in the gym foyer. You know, that's where you hang out after the games or you know, before the games. you know, that's sometimes where the concession stand be. So they in the foyer and someone said, "Coach, how you recruit your players?" And this man with a straight look said, ha, ha, "Uh, okay, what players?" They said, "Your players from Houston, you know, you got a lot of players who you recruited from Houston, H-Town, you know, those guys are good down there. How you recruit them?" And this man with well, not the knowledge that these kids was in the gym walking around the corner, said, I just pull up in front of a jail, and they come out. What? Keeping in mind all four of these students, is African-American that he recruited from Houston. So I was very upset, very, very upset. And so once again, the chain of command because that's what they want to preach when they have the lack of diversity, the chain of command. But yet they want racism to just run wild in students' life and students be treated bad. So I took it to my supervisor. Now, the institution I work at, and I have been working at for 10 years, 10 and a half years, is in a rural area. And um it got a title called The Good Old Boys. And so That's all I'm going to say. And I remember 10 years ago, people told me, don't go work there. And I said, no, because I wanted to be that guy that could change the culture. Right? (laughs) I was so wrong. The culture changed me. So after taking those three scenarios and those three situations to my supervisor, I decided to do something that I knew was going to change my life forever at that job. I decided to go and 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 tell somebody besides the 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 whack leadership that I was telling, all right? So I decided to. Well, I didn't decide. The media came to me. A reporter got wind of it, and so they talked to the guys to confirm their story, and so then they dropped a story in the paper, and this story dropped. I was. I wasn't nowhere around. I didn't know, have no idea it was dropping. And I, my phone started lighting up from text messages and people who I work with and people who know me and people who I played ball with. And they was like, hey, you need to get on your phone and see this article. I stand behind everything that was in that article because it's the truth. Because you know what? I work for the students. And I'd be damn on my watch if any student get treated bad and John just in time don't say nothing because it's not right. And so now the school was forced with a dilemma. Oh, good John, who everybody used to like TCU, blah, 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 blah. Now everyone hated me. Now I was called a whistleblower, a snitch, a nigger. Somebody tried to run me off the road, people, because of this situation. Okay. was it? Did I feel threatened? Of course. Was I scared? No. <laughs> no. I know what I have inside of my life. I just did the right thing. And so when I think about the dream, it's hard for me to, to, to honor based on that situation that just happened a year ago. And so what happened after the media, the paper let it go, then you had news channel t- news channels coming out, TV's channel, and they had stories and you know you had people and in in the whole sense we was going through a transition because we was just now getting a new president. So the guy who was entering president was not the guy that was gonna make those decisions because that's just not in his blood. That's just not him for him to do right by students. I don't know, maybe if they Carcassian, but I didn't see enough evidence of the African American students getting treated like trash, and there is no diversity. They preach diversity because they're faking a diversity. They think that if you got one black, that's diversity. That's not diversity, and unfortunately, some of those students who get those scholarships find out quickly how different Houston was to where they was coming and so I know people gonna be like well you know man you know hey, racism sucks and it's people in position who've been coaching and teaching that's racist and they and they talk down on students and they belittle students and they shouldn't have a job in a institution and so I took it forward the media did so now the school said hey We're going to look into this with a third-party investigator. I don't know who they was fooling, but the fact that ain't no African-American on the board of trustees at my institution, (laughs) shit, I knew it was a lose-lose for those kids. And I also knew it was a lose-lose for me. Because once again, I was the one who was brave enough to take it forward so that somebody could know that it was going on. It's been going on. It's been students who didn't drop by the office and drop notes and, hey, cut frustrated. And, you know, and, and you'd be like, unrealistic. This man and these things are going on? Are you crazy? And, but you have to look at where you at, where you at, what culture they have. You have to research. And so I want everybody to understand that racism is a key Key factor in division and dividing anything. Because after I did that, people, the college did what they needed to do for them, not me, not those students, because it wasn't for me. They came, they told me, I did my job, and I went and told my supervisor, and he didn't do his job. And now he's African-American, but he's also a product of that culture. He grew up in it, okay? He know what he was up against, so when the story first came out, he was no, none of it happened, no, 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 I can't believe no, 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 and then three four months, three months later, he came out and he okay well, this happened uh, and you know, but the thing he did was he put doubt in those boys story, he did exactly what the college wanted him to do put doubt in their story so that it couldn't stick. So when the private investigator came in, he interviewed all these people who didn't have anything to do with it. And it was people who used to love athletes. Now all of a sudden they, they such bad kids because they did what was right by them because they didn't, they didn't want to get treated bad. And so as, as I stand to this day, I work with those individuals. And let me tell you something. This is a fact. You can work and respect with people. You can work with people that you don't respect. Because I go to work every day and I put in my work and I don't trust not one person in leadership. New president, I trust him, but I'm not going to be around long enough to earn his trust because the ones below him are snakes. They are not there to make sure every student be successful. And that's the reality of, of the dream speech. Is that Martin Luther King wanted everybody to be treated fairly and be successful? But you got people who literally working in these positions that don't want to see the dream ever be in effect. And so those boys went on to be put on probation, get suspended. The college did nothing for them. As I speak into this mic today, I still speak with those young men; they are still affected by the action of racism from this one coach. But I learned one thing in this situation: and that's to always understand just because you're doing what's right, everybody's not gonna do the same when they have racism involved in it. So as I go forward on this podcast, I'm gonna touch on subject. That people don't want to talk about. I was personally affected by racism. I was personally seen racism. I have personally seen it in the workplace. And it's not a good feeling. But here's the one thing I want you to understand. You don't let racism stop you from marching. And stop you from being passionate about what you being passionate about. Because I'm going to continue to get up and go to college and serve my students. All of them. In the same way, white, Hispanic, African-American, Asian, you name it. I'm going to treat them the same with respect and dignity. And so diversity or the lack of, that's another topic we'll touch on on another night. But how far have we come? For me, not far hopefully, I get to see something different at my next stop. This is Just In Time signing out. Always remember, don't be a part of the problem. Be the solution. Be blessed.